space. What endless mystery. Look at it. Wow. Who do dare uncover its secrets? The brave crew of the starship Cavalier do dare to scout the heavens, to see some moons, to take a dangerous galaxy trip. This is the true story of them that voyage among, oh, these, those stars of space. Tonight's episode is Down and Out on Xanadu Hard. Starring Taylor Moore as Legs Loveless. Christopher Hastings as Weremether. Ali Fisher as Derimuth. And Joe Lepore as Everything and Everyone Else. Xanadu Hard, the name itself conjures images of fun, frivolity, and fun. And here it is, you finally arrived, and each and every member of the Cavaliers crew is gonna get the opportunity for a little rest and relaxation. You arrive, as is customary, on a teleporter pad atop Mount Erupzo, blossoming Sunset Island's breathtaking volcano. And dormant. Haha, <laughs> everything is dormant on Blossoming Sunset Island. Unless you don't want it to be, and then it's hot, hot, hot. Then, you ride the native Starzelbirds, giant maroon lizards with big helicopter-like rotor wings, down to the resort below. And it looks grand. A perimeter of luxurious villas dot the foothills, surrounding a large central building, with multiple pools filled with multiple liquids fanning out from the perimeter. Along the coastline, people frolic in the blue sand beaches, and in the water, vacationers have the time of their lives riding banana boats or pineapple boats. Quite painful, but hey, if you're into it. Even from here, you can already smell the piña coladas. Wait, there's one in your hand! Don't mind if you do. You reach a landing area, where a man covered in linen who can only be the resort manager awaits you. You see herself releasing herself from ropes. She's dead in myth, the mage of good fortune, long black hair with a braided crown. She wears robes, they're blue and she never wears shoes. She loves baked goods and her weighted blanket. And you also see, wary mother, wary mother, three names said, wary mother, wary mother, say it two more times. He's only one man, but he's got bad news. His hair is black, and his toes are black, and his robes are black, and his shirt is open, and he's sad to see you. It's wary mother. The Mage of Important. 
Derrymouth approaches Wary Mother. Hello, Wary Mother. Oh, Derrymouth, I haven't seen you in approximately ten lunar years. Goodness! Badness, I say. Go, of course you would. (laughs) How's the back of the ship? Always better to be seeing the stars going by than seeing them come forward as it is reflects the true way that life passes us by. <laughs> Couldn't agree less. I simply love the stars flying at me as opposed to away from me. You see, when I'm tied to the front of the ship, much like mermaids of wood of old. I find myself quite smitten with the view that I'm given up front. (laughs) Deremith, don't you suppose that with the two of us not anchored to our opposite points of good and bad fortune on the ship, something may happen to it in our absence? Oh, I don't think I'd worry about that, you two. <laughs> Is that Derrimuth? And remind me of your weather. Where, no, Weramether. Am I saying that right? Weramether. <laughs> hey, look, don't worry about it. We all need a vacation sometimes. Even the two mages that we keep tied to the front and back of the ship, respectively. I'm glad you two got some off time. Why, it's me, Legs Loveless, pilot of the CSS Cavalier. <laughs> yeah, this guy's never seen a rule book he didn't want to karate chop in half. Oh! You don't want to, you don't want to, you don't have like a, I don't know, like a song describing him? Like a little... uh, the, so- the song would just be Jukebox Hero played at an ear-splitting volume. Okay. Uh, but I will say that he's got, he's got hair like a beautiful golden retriever. <laughs> I say, like, even if it doesn't look like a golden retriever, that is a bullseye on the vibe. Yes, don't worry about the Cavalier. We're here on Xanadu Hard. Look at this place. This is one of the best vacation planets in the goddamn galaxy. I'm so excited. I haven't been on a pleasure planet in a while. Oh, well, you're going to love it here. I mean, I've never been, but apparently this place is even better than Wet n' Wild Centauri or the Clitterings of the Kinsey Expanse. Oh, you know, many of these planets, very lucky. Oh, are they? Yes. Hmm, good luck. Hmm. Yeah, let's see. I don't think I'd mind getting lucky. Twist my arm, (laughs) Derriman. The first to make the joke. (laughs) <laughs> no, but seriously, you two, stop telling me if things are going to go well or go badly. You're on vacation here. They're going to go badly. They're going to go well, though. Okay. <sighs> but never mind. Enjoy your vacation while your fleeting life allows you to. I'm here on business. And uh, Wary Mether uh, opens up a bit of um, crackly, why is it crackly, robe and packs <laughs> a shiny black box and then Ooh. it flips it away within his folds again and Derimeth says and I am here for pleasure and she opens up her smooth robe and there's nothing there <laughs> <laughs> she's got 
got a bra on. Now that's what I'm talking about. That's Xanadu hardstyle. I love it here. <laughs> yes, it sure is, yes. It sure sounds like Xanadu hardstyle. Uh, the resort <laughs> manager is walking towards you. Hello, hello. Welcome. I am the manager, Darmond. Darmond. Oh, hey, Darmond. I want to welcome each and every one of you to Xanadu Hard. And uh, I can't help but notice by your, by your garb that you two must be uh, mages. Yes? Is that correct? Yes. 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 You know, sometimes people forget that in this world of technology and space travel that mages are a common thing. But it, it's so good to have you both. We don't have enough mages around here. And I'm just a simple novelist. Are you telling me that you don't have mages of good fortune in a mageville potent here on the planet? We do, we do. They're just on top of the volcano you just left. Oh, good. Yes, we keep we keep one on either side of Mount Erupso, and I must admit, they're both mages of good fortune. So, you know, we keep that volcano from doing anything we wouldn't like, if you catch my drift. <laughs> both uh, of good fortune? Oh, we just yes. need to be careful. This planet's getting a bit overfortunate. We keep some mages of important at the poles, so it always stays extra cold there, which is fortunate for the ski resorts. Well, look, honestly, I think it's kind of a whole bunch of superstitious hullabaloo, but I love these friends. And, you know, uh, we came here on a simple, uh, regular adventure ship, uh, not really politically affiliated with anyone, uh, just looking to have a really good time. And, hey, I can't imagine, uh, you know, it's it's about the warp and the weft, the woof, the ups and the downs, the rows and thorns. Can't imagine doing it without my good friend Weramether here. And I'm thirsty. Ooh, yeah, me too. Hey, Darmond, you got any drinks? Oh, what's that over there? It's uh, The name is Darmond. Darmond, my mistake. I can't help but ask, are you legs loveless? No. No, I'm thirsty. Oh, oh, oh here you are. <laughs> and he, and he, beams, he beams a fresh pina colada into your hand, Wary Mether. Alcohol does nothing to temper man's thirst. It is merely an illusion. Derrymeth takes the pina colada from Werrymeth's open hand. Thank you, and I will wait for water with a little bit of salt for proper hydration and body salinity. One must have electrolytes. And I'll take a sex on the beach, or as I call it, me in 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. before, before, you, before you get to that, uh, Mr. Loveless, I'm afraid I do have a sensitive matter to discuss with you. Okay. <laughs> yes, quietly. <laughs> quietly. Why, why quietly? Well, I don't want everyone to know my name. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you could have checked in under a pseudonym, I suppose. I just forgot. The oh, sign-in process, it's all saved in my browser, and it just auto-populates all the fields, and that's what, you know, you get, you get, you get a momentum, and you get used to it. You don't, you don't remember to change the details, but just I, get I that understand completely. Us. I understand completely. Say no more. I will respect your need for discretion. Anyways, Mr. Loveless. Quiet, Dermond. Come yes, on. Yes, yes. Oh, of course, of course. Discretion. Yes, yes. I have to admit, there has been a bit of an oversight. I am so sorry. There's been a terrible mistake. It seems that the Emerald Monkey Suite has already been booked, if you wouldn't mind. I was hoping we could put you in the Contented Barracuda Suite. It's, it's virtually identical to the, to the uh, Emerald Monkey. Well, look, kid, I, uh, 
I booked the Emerald Monkey Suite. This is not my first time in a pleasure planet, okay? Look, I don't want to talk to your manager or anything. I'm sure I- we can suss this out just between two equals. And I slide a 50 buccarino bill into my palm and I give it over to him. That's right. Those are Carcosan buccarinos. Darmond takes the bill and, and uh, puts it in his chest pocket. Thank you so much, Mr. Loveless. Um, but so as I was saying, the Contented Barracuda Suite, it's very similar to the Emerald Monkey. It does have two plunge pools instead of three. So if I ruin two, there's no more plunge pools? <laughs> okay, come on. <laughs> well, yeah, yes, but let's, let's, let's follow Deremith's lead here and hope that you don't ruin any plunge pools. Actually, that's a good idea. Hey, Deremith. Yeah. What do you think? What? Will it be good if I take the one with the two easily soiled plunge pools? Oh, the contented barracuda? Yeah. Yeah, that one's much, much better. Well, <laughs> the mage is all the rage, as they sage on my page. I'm a novelist. The answer is yes. Great, great. You'll, you'll have a great time there. Now, the bed does only sleep seven. <sighs> well, I mean, you know, we can always do diagonal. Yep, that's yep. like a pie. Of course, like the of top course. of a pie, <laughs> like the top of pie style. Yes. And don't remember, a, yeah, a classic a classic dog pile is always an option. Mm. Pie pile. I like where this is going. And the room doesn't have a live-in chef, but in the mornings we can have a cook come by to prepare you an omelet while making severe eye contact. That actually might be better. I've had problems with live-in chefs before sharing my bathroom and. Um, reverse razors that I used to grow hair faster. Mm. I, say no more. <laughs> yeah, please say no more. <laughs> oh, finally too much, Derevith. <laughs> One can't help but wonder where Legs wants to grow more hair, but we'll have to save that for another day. Hey, it's a pleasure planet. Come on. Anyways, the resort <laughs> does understand that this is not what you expected for how your vacation would start, and we would like to make a gesture for... Well, to make it up to you, I suppose. Oh, well. <laughs> well, if there's one thing I love, it's a gesture. And he makes the okay sign with all his arms. <laughs> Good, yes. We'd like to extend to you an invitation to tonight's masquerade ball. <gasps> it's still happening. I heard it was This canceled. is a VIP-only event. Very exclusive. <gasps> and you know what? Since you're here, your friends could also join. Oh, Mm. Is it one masquerade in life enough? Weary mother, please. Uh. All right, we'll go to the ball. Derriment, does the ball have a theme this year? Again, it's Darmond. And no, <laughs> it's a themeless ball. Oh, a themeless ball, sort of in itself a theme. Freedom, if you think about it, liberty. yes, the theme is masquerades, which you will have to do. <laughs> Little on the nose, but I think we can manage. Oh, you know what? And he and he touches a he touches a finger to an earpiece. I'm hearing that that a last minute theme has been added. Yes, it's <laughs> secrets and mystery is the theme. Oh, <laughs> and a masquerade. I love it. <laughs> Please make use of the resort uh, costume shop. Oh, of course. Oh, is that it there? I see. Here it is on the map. Is that it over there? Yes, yes, yes. And, oh, it says there's a heavy blanket pavilion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <gasps> Excuse me. Where's the heavy blanket pavilion? Why it's it's right next to the massage arena where you can watch someone have competitive massage performed on them. 
sounds lovely. <laughs> Horrible for the person. Their muscles are left barely functional. Oh, no. <laughs> but amazing for the audience. It's worth it. Oh, yay. So dead in meth, the major of good fortune walks away to the weighted blanket plaza. What? Uh, Nareth, the weighted blanket plaza is over there. The heavy blanket pavilion is just to your left. Daddy Meth changes her options and goes back the other way. Now, uh, Wary Mether, mm. I didn't hear them mention your room. Do you have a place to stay? I'm not staying. I, I have something to attend to, and then I'll make my way back to the back of the ship. Oh, where a mother? Come on, we got another 72 hours down here. Until we have to be back. Take advantage of it. Hey, think about this. What's worse than a vacation going wrong? And that can't happen unless you're on vacation, baby. I'll, I will get one hammock to rest in. Well, you need to be a, a registered guest. You can't just sleep in a hammock. You'd, we do have uh, one, two twin bedroom available. Oh, very well. Bureaucracy and paperwork here to ruin even your precious paradise planet. The guy loves it. Uh, the God's Bottoms here will take your bags and, uh, yes, have a pleasant afternoon and hopefully I will see you all at the masquerade ball. Or will I? Will you? <laughs> <laughs> this place rules. Uh, wary mother, wary mother refuses to hand over his bags. <laughs> wary mother, wary mother goes to a room with two twin beds. Each of our characters has a splendid afternoon getting settled in to Xanadu hard. Whether it's the heavy blanket pavilion, the weighted blanket plaza, or any of the other normal resort things you might do. They're having a great time. In fact, if we pan around, we might see some other familiar faces getting a chance to unwind. Why, is that Dr. Dewey? What's he up to? Hello, yes, it's me, narrator. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you what I'm up to. Um, Dr. Dewey is talking to uh, a camera crew that is following him around. And he's saying, now, I have been saving up all of my various currencies for a very exciting time here in the forest mountains of San Hard. What am I paying so much money for? Easy, I'll tell you. I've had three clones of myself made, and I'm going to hunt them with this gun. Come on, let's go. <laughs> and you hear way off in the distance, oh, no, he's clones. <laughs> and then Dewey goes, I'm on to him! And he jumps into the brushes. Yes, there's nothing but wholesome fun here on Xanadu Hard. And w and what's that? We keep panning, and who's that over there? Claire President? Claire President is in a ball pit. Uh, <laughs> there's a ball pit, and he's in the ball pit, and you can't really see him. Uh, you can just sort of see his shape kind of slowly moving underneath the balls, and you can hear, Oh! 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 Huh! Oh! Okay! Whoo! 
Wee! And yes, listener, that's an adult ball pit. <laughs> and who's that over here? Why, it's Meredith Chesterfield. Meredith is greased up to her elbows working on a star bike and having a time. Can somebody get me a drink? A pina colada appears in those greasy hands. Ah! She drops, slips right out of her greasy palms onto her face. Gilmore! Baby, are you okay? <laughs> Honey, I dropped a drink on my face. <laughs> I can already tell this is going to be a vacation we're never going to forget. Also, do you want me to kill whoever did this to you? Tuscaloosa Casket Showroom, the ship's lawyer, is on the high dive, and he's wearing a seersucker speedo, and he's yelling at his daughter, Vestavia, who's wearing a short antebellum hoop skirt and sitting in a chair by the pool below. Vestavia, look at me! Vestavia, I'm gonna do a cannonball! Vestavia, watch! Vestavia! Vestavia! Watch me! Vestavia! I'm gonna do a cannonball! And then he does the cannonball, and it's beautiful. And he comes up out of the water. Vestavia! Did you do a cannonball? Vestavia! Vestavia, I did a cannonball! I'll do it again! And good old Tuscaloosa keeps asking for that validation as the sun sets. And what's that? Well, the sun's setting. Why, it's almost time for that masquerade ball. Wait, but first we see Mitzi Fester Child. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Cut cut back. Cut back. We see Mitzi Fester Child, 30-year-old engineer uh, and a hero in the middle of a pool that has been taped off with yellow crime tape. And the pool is a light pink color. She is wearing a bikini, and she is falling off a floaty noodle. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and as that sun sets and it turns to night here on Xanadu Hard, well, it's almost time for that masquerade ball we were talking about. And we can't wait to tell you every enchanting detail of this marvelous night, but... oh. Remember when that cool hotel manager, Darmon, said it was a VIP exclusive event? Well, that rule extends to you, listener. I'm afraid it's a time of secrets. We just can't tell you everything that happened there. Suffice it to say, it was a night of magic and mystery. Look around, huh? There's another mask behind you. We fade instead to the morning after. We find down at the breakfast buffet three of our heroes, Legs, Derameth, and Weremether, gathering with plates piled high of delicious breakfast. They're probably processing the night's revelry and perhaps nursing a hangover. Ugh. I think these are mammal eggs? How barbaric. I'll have twelve. I'm gonna need a pancake. I am feeling it. How about you two? Yes. I don't remember much of feeling it. I don't feel very lucky right now. Some sort of octopus man blew a big purple cloud in my face, and then I remember dancing, and then a brief chuckle, and then I woke up here in the dining hall. 
Ugh. The uh, when I was at the academy, the concilium made me have my blackout gene removed, so I remember everything. <laughs> and let me tell you, I had a good night last night. <laughs> Feeling it a little this morning, but baby, let me tell you, it was worth it. <laughs> Let's just say your boy legs uh, didn't sleep too much last night. How are the pools? The pools? Oh, we didn't even find time for the plunge pools. <laughs> we were busy with. Uh, other things? <laughs> Though there was plenty of plunging. Is that too much? <laughs> yeah. My bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think I lost my mask that was decorated with masks. I don't know where it went. I spent most of the night looking for that. I just walked into the party, realized I didn't have it. Well, then I had to walk back out, and then I ended up at the heavy blanket pavilion after dark party. Oh, is that where the after party was at the heavy blanket pavilion? Yeah, I woke up to it. What about you, Mother? What was your mask, and then what did you do? Oh, I, I, am I still? I'm still wearing it. And Mary <laughs> Mother. Yeah, <laughs> Just look at him. Oh, I, well, I don't know. It's, I thought maybe to be that's fair, his streetwear. It is a, it is a, it's a plastic Halloween mask, like children's Halloween mask type thing. But it is um, Wary Mother's face, but aged five years. So <laughs> I, un- I understand if you couldn't see the difference. It is the mask we all wear. Oh. And he Ooh. takes it off. <sighs> I'm, I'm glad that I did not lose it after giving in to the mind-altering properties of the purple gas that made me so forgetful. Oh, that purple gas was fantastic. Yeah. So as they're sitting down together and beginning to eat their mammal eggs and space sausages, Legs leans in close, looks around, makes sure no one else can hear. Now, a gentleman never kisses and tells, but uh, I don't see any gentlemen around, so uh, (laughs) lean in. (laughs) Now, if I tell you two a secret, you promise you're not going to tell anybody back on the old Gabby? We can't. We're tied to the front and oh, the back right, of the yeah. ship. This Don't is really... the first time I've talked to anyone in five lunar years. I'm yeah, I guess desperate. my position is the pilot. Oh, sorry. Position is the pilot. Uh, you know, draws us perhaps a bit closer than other staff on the ship. Well, get this. The guy I took home last night. Uh-huh. Corexian. Oh, no. Legs. <laughs> legs, you've doomed us all. The forbidden fruit tastes the sweetest. What can I say? <laughs> Except give me more fruit. <laughs> Did you like him? Incredible. Oh, but as a person? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you'd like to think you have to have some sort of social connection, some something deeper to have times that good, but who am I to say? Mm, the spark. No, Zenaduhar is a place to let their bestial nature take over. That it is. And you <gasps> see that you see that Darmon, the hotel manager, has been making a round of the tables and has finally come to yours. It sure is a place to let things get a little loose, my friends. Did we all have a, a good time last night at the at the masquerade ball? Well, what makes you think we even attended, Daramon? <laughs> well, I extended each of you an invitation. We were there. Yeah. I was for a little bit. And, of course, you each had to scan your key fobs, so we, we were able to keep track of <laughs> right. if someone was on the list or not. So. Yeah. 
I'm quite aware you three each attended for varying lengths of time. I left quickly and then had sex with a lot of people at the Heavy Blanket Pavilion. Didn't need to know, but glad you're enjoying yourself. Oh, weird attitude for the concierge <laughs> in, the, yeah, in a pleasure planet. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, Mr. Loveless, that when it comes to resort management, discretion is key. Hey, come on. As long as everyone is enjoying themselves, I, the hotel manager, am pleased. Look, Darren, you got to listen to me. Just between us. We're not really supposed to sort of be in this part of the galaxy, so if you could not talk about that out loud, that'd be great. Are you saying that Pilot Legs Loveless is not from an independent adventuring ship? No, no, no. Hi, my name is Ethan Salmon, and I'm a novelist. (laughs) Your name's Ethan Salmon? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) We've been traveling together for days. You know that. Oh, yes, and I am also Ethan Salmon. (laughs) Seems like the masquerade has extended into the daytime. (laughs) Yes, good fun. Listen, hotel manager, now that the evening's festivities are over, I must get on with my personal business. Can you point me towards the shameful Shudder Bay? It's just down that path over there. If you just look just past where the Archduke is coming from. Ah, very well. And um, and the mage of ill portent uh, goes to pat the box he keeps under his robes, but his hand moves through air. What? No! <gasps> and he lifts up his crinkly robes, only to reveal just dewy flesh and <laughs> no box. <gasps> My box is gone. No! 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 This is terrible fortune indeed. It's gone. Oh, uh, do do you know where you last had it? No, I don't. I remember dancing. I remember kisses. <laughs> but I do not remember losing a box. Well, I'll, uh, what, can, can you describe it at all? I'll, I'll, I'll alert the staff. Yes, it is exactly the size of one earth bread box. <laughs> so pretty large to carry on your person. <laughs> Yes, these robes can contain anything I like. It is the work of a mage. But don't say Earth bread box. Make up some other planet's bread box with a comparable brand equivalent size bread box. One Mars bread box. (laughs) (laughs) The planet next door, (laughs) colonized by the same braid makers. And it is black and shiny. Don't look inside of it. If you find it, just give it back. It'll turn up, right? We will, uh, we will be sure to conduct a search, and I would say to you that, you know, if you happen to, uh, stop by your room, maybe look and see if you just left it in your room. <gasps> well, that would be very lucky indeed if that were the case. But I am not a mage of luck! I won't even bother looking there. Derrymeth jolts and opens her smooth, smooth, uh, robe. And looks into the pocket, and there's her mask covered in masks. Oh, it was on me the whole time. <laughs> what oh. good fortune. <laughs> once again, My I pancakes see. Are what? I was just saying, once again, I see why we are to be separated. Very, very better. Come, come. Let's go see if we've got your box in the room. 
What's this? There's like a parade coming. Oh, yes, well, that would be the Archduke and his retinue arriving for breakfast. <laughs> I, I spoke to him earlier, and it, uh, it sounds like the Archduke had quite the night at the masquerade ball. Perhaps you saw him, but it would be impossible to know what with the masks. Oh, of course, of course. I'm sure you get a lot of Archdukes around. Uh, maybe uh, some local royalty from some local system, or is this some sort of erotic uh, duke? W- what's going on? Oh, oh I'm, I'm sorry. I thought I assumed you all knew. The Crexian Archduke. <gasps> Gelpox. Gelpox is here? Here? Yes, one of the Archdukes of the Corexian Vermont Alliance. One of the Viest of VIPs. Or I suppose one of the Iest. Yes, one of the Iest of the VIPs. <laughs> he's probably also very P. Yeah, he's very P. Very P. Mm. <laughs> Seems like bad luck, Legs. No, no, it's fine. Look, we just gotta lay low. No one knows where the Cavalier. Just the most important thing is don't have any more. And listen, I'm the first to admit, maybe I messed up or whatever, but let's just not have any more contact with any Corexians, okay? I'll just so arrange ta- an introduction. Just one moment. Oh, oh, your highness, <gasps> over here, over oh, uh, here. No, Darren, no, don't, no, no. no. Uh, oh, the Archduke makes his way over to you. Oh, <laughs> he stands silently, as if waiting for some kind of courtesy. Uh, Legs is looking at uh, the two luck mages uh, and says, uh, without looking at the Archduke, Oh, well, hello, of course, my name is Ethan Salmon, and Legs turns to look at the Corexian Archduke, and he stops speaking. <laughs> he turns completely white. Oh, hey. The Archduke... Holds, holds out his hand for each of you to kiss it. We appear to go at the same time, a yin and a yang, a black and white. We each take a hand and give a wet kiss. We are also Ethan Salmon. Huh, sure. Legs looks at the Archduke's face to see, is there a flash of recognition there? Legs, make a feelings roel. Oh, boy. Oh, God. Feelings roll. I got my number. I got four. Wow. Shit. All right. Uh, ask me, Legs, ask me a question. D- d- does this guy remember last night? Oh, he remembers last night. But, but I mean, like, does he recognize, does he recognize me? That You can't ask more than one question. Oh, f- okay. F- fuck. <laughs> it's good to meet you, Arch. <laughs> Archduke. His hand is still held out, waiting for you to kiss it. Oh, um, of course. I do. Legs leans in, kisses the hand in a decidedly non-erotic fashion. That's odd for Legs. You can see him (laughs) straining, conceptually. (laughs) You could, you know, it's nice nice for me to make these introductions, Your Highness, but in fact, you may have already met, you see, these three are some of our other VIPs. They were at the ball last night. Oh, I must go and, and visit some other tables, but please, please introduce yourselves. And the Archduke looks around at each of you and says, Hell yeah, maybe we did run into each other last night, y'all. <laughs> maybe we did. Have you seen my box? Dairy Meth huh? just like slaps legs on the leg like, oh yeah. Oh, and he looks at Darymeth like, is it that obvious? <laughs> yeah, yes. 
Joe, can we get a physical description of the Archduke? Yeah, I mean, he's, you know, he's your classic Corexian. He's about 6'3", covered in those in those glistening orange scales. Orange. Uh, he's got brilliant, like, shimmering green eyes. Um, it's like looking in, like, a cool Christmas ornament uh, <gasps> when you look in these eyes. Mm. His ears are, it's sort of like, you know, reverse elf ears. They're like little, like, triangular divots. <laughs> where they might be pointy. Awesome. And his tongue, you know, when he opens his mouth, you can tell his tongue is longer than a human's tongue. It's almost, you would say, like Gene Simmons length. Mm. But that's normal for Corexians. And he's wearing, you know, sort of formal, uh, you know, he's, a, he's dressed a little more formally than most of the resort goers. You know, he's not going to be in like a tank and a bathing suit. He's got a linen shirt buttoned high. He's wearing, you know, a, a fashionable linen hat and he looks good. And it doesn't, it doesn't hurt that there's like a retinue. There are some, you know, there's a god's bottom with a palm frond keeping him nice and cool. Oh, uh, shoot. Gosh, I don't know, gang. Did we even go to the masquerade last night? Maybe for a few seconds? <laughs> yes, we did, and it was terrible. It is the source of all my regret in this morning. I can't find my box. Um, yeah, oh, so much regret. Uh, us Ethans. Um, Derimeth, the Major of Good Fortune, stands and gets Wary Mether to come with her. She's like, oh, um, we've got business, Wary Mether, you, you box. Business on Xanadu Hard? Wow, never heard of that. That's pretty wild, guys. Legs looks at Derimeth trying to leave and shoots daggers with his eyes. Don't you fucking dare leave me right now. Derrymeth, the major of good fortune, misread the situation. <laughs> she sits back down. But uh, yeah, Archduke, I think we all uh, had quite a wild night. <laughs> Your memory's probably as fuzzy as as um, everybody else's. <laughs> hey, that just means you're having a good time. If you, hey, listen, you know, if you can remember their masquerade ball, were you even there? <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny, dude. Um, no, I actually, I remember like all of it. You see, uh, Corexians are known for blacking out pretty easily, but as a member of the royal family, it's considered part of our court training to uh, work that blackout tendency off. You know, we need years of training. Ooh. So we always are sure that, uh, you know, like we remember what happens and, you know, so we can avoid like, you know, what my dad calls like diplomatic incidents. So, yeah, like I remember it so clearly. It's just like when it's a masquerade ball, you you don't always catch the face of those you wanted to see past that night. Like there was someone in particular that I had a really great night with, but they never took their mask off. No. Oh. Sounds like a real loser. Probably hope you never bump into them again. No, quite the <laughs> I opposite. I don't blame you. Quite the opposite. The, I mean, you were there. It was a VIP only event, so everyone was cool. Did they leave anything behind? No, they didn't leave anything behind, but uh, they left me with quite a memory. I thought I'd seen everything you could have going on down there, but... They had so many options. Yeah, it's a lot. Oh, no. So no glass slipper, as it were. I wish. I All I got was this lock of hair. <laughs> and we look and we see that there is a very clear, like, square-shaped hole in, in legs, on the side of Lex's head. Oh, he pushes up his hand and pushes his hair behind his ear. Gross. Not at all. This this mysterious stranger offered it to me. They cut it themselves and said, Hey, dude, I want you to have this. 
It was pretty hot. Oh, <laughs> it sounds nice. Yeah, it sounds like somebody was having the night of their life. Legs, are you sure you don't want to let us go to find the box? Actually, maybe I'll come and help you find the box, you know? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, hey, listen, we Ethan Salmon's got to stick together, right, Archduke? I'm not one of the Ethan Salmon, so I can't really speak for you guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Right. Uh, are you like, so are you like triplets or? Oh, gotta go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It's a coincidence. <laughs> it's a coincidence that we're triplets. It's a <laughs> no one planned it. <laughs> we look this much alike. I've never met Vermonters quite like you guys. You, you're Vermonters, right? Hey, yo. Mm-hmm. I yorp. <laughs> <laughs> when I go hiking, I love to take a bag of a yorp with me in the White Mountains. Where, Mother, uh, can you make a feelings roll? Uh-huh. What's your number, by the way? Uh, it is a two. It's He's all feelings. Oh, good. Okay, well. A four. So that is success. A perfect Vermont accent. I haven't heard that in a while. You must be from Burlington. I am from Burlington. Go Coats. <laughs> hmm? Go Coats, our local team. <laughs> yes, yes, the Burlington Coats. Well, I hope you find your box, and if you see anyone with a shiny coat like this, and he holds up that lock of hair again, let me know. I'm, I'd love to speak to this stranger again. What do you think you'll do with the hair? I mean, you you probably wouldn't want to put that in like a DNA scanner, you know. I mean, that seems like you've got more important things to do, right? I guess I could put it in a DNA scanner, but I do know they're, uh, you know, they're an augmented human. Mm. That much was clear from last night. Now, there's probably a lot of us around here, a lot of them around here. Yes, yeah. Anyways, it's a big resort. I probably won't see them again. But What are the chances? Gotta go look for my boy's box. All right, good luck. I'll keep an eye out. <laughs> Please. Please do. All of the salmons get up to go. All of the salmons get up and leave. All of the salmons walk over there. Oh my god, what the fuck are we gonna do? You have to sing a song if you want this to work, <laughs> Loveless. <laughs> I don't care about finding your box. I'm not gonna sing some song about the box. Listen, all respect to your mage ways, but we got bigger fish to fry, okay? All right? Listen, if that guy goes, if that guy sticks that hair in any sort of DNA thing, you know, if any sort of identification machinery or computer, we're fucking toast. I spent all night fucking the Corexian Archduke. Yeah, but do you love him? I don't want to say no, but also it feels insane to say yes right now. <laughs> yeah, mm. I get it. So you gave in to the greatest pleasure of your life, and already the pendulum swings so far in the other direction. Top five. How unfortunate. Look me in the goddamn eye. He does. Oh, you don't like it. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait a minute. Look over there. Look over there. Uh, legs. Legs. Yeah. Uh, make a feelings roll. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. Uh, no, failed. Weremither, tell me something bad that Leg sees in his future when he makes eye contact with you. <laughs> you see, stepping out of a shimmering mist, your father? He's been dead for years. 
But only now do you realize how much he looks like your son. <gasps> Could it be they are... No. <laughs> and then the you, your vision zooms back out of the iris. I got a lot going on today. <laughs> Oh, it's day two, and I feel like I need a vacation from this vacation. (laughs) And wouldn't you know it, a little adventure finds our heroes, even here in paradise. We see them running all over the resort. They're throwing towels from maid carts. They're shooting down water slides, but looking all over (laughs) as they do for that missing black box. And Legs is definitely walking funny. (laughs) Okay, we won't unpack that. They're climbing up palm trees looking for black boxes, but they're only finding coconuts. Meanwhile, who's that we see? Thread Count 900? Thread Count 900 is strapped into a metallic gurney... Um, on a platform on an island surrounded by three uh, mechanical engineer slash uh, cyborg doctors. Very well, gentlemen. If all the precautions have been made, I hereby give you my express permission to engage my horny switch for 45 minutes. Doctor, are you, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. This robot deserves to get a little action. I'm a robo-doctor! <laughs> I just know that when we flip the switch, we're going to be the first beings he's in contact with. There could be, there could be some collateral damage, if you know what I mean. <laughs> That's what I've got all this for, and he slams down a big old jug of lubricant. <laughs> Robo-style. <laughs> the doctor I'm playing nods gravely, removes his wedding ring. <laughs> and puts it in a jar labeled wedding rings it's filled to the brim and and opens a panel in thread count and now we find ourselves in Weramether's room it's ransacked our three heroes are tearing it apart looking for that box but it's not looking good can each of you make a lasers roll yeah uh oh it's gotta be here somewhere. Oh, success, Joe. Legs, roll the one. Incredibly, I rolled a one the only way I, I guess I could have succeeded on a two, but uh, he says, no, it's, uh, there's no way it's here. It would be far, far too easy for it to be here, which means that it couldn't be here. Darameth had rolled a four and her number's a five. Here's the thing about your rolls, though, because in this game... You can roll a success, but sometimes an event is doomed to failure anyways. Try as you might, you do not see that black box anywhere, but it seems your luck, both good and bad, has run out today. We can't find the box. I can't focus. I can't think. I'm not even considering having a good time. If that Archduke takes my hair to to anyone for any scan, he'll know who we are. He'll know who I am. He'll know the Cavaliers in orbit. Thousands of people, all our friends, dead from Corexian aggression because I can't help but think with the cornucopia of augmented genitalia I have. Everything's got to be about me and my pleasure. Look what's happened now. Oh, legs. Do we just need to get this box and get off this planet? 
I think perhaps the box itself is doomed, and we have to get off the planet, period. Do we need the box, or do we not need the box? Can't you two agree on anything? Wait a minute, we might we do agree on one thing. What is that? We agree that you're the Major of El Portant, and I'm the Major of Good Fortune. <sighs> yes, I suppose I'm loath to admit it when put such a way. Wait a minute, when was the last time you found anything? Oh, not since I took my vows. Oh, yes, but of course, sacred as they are. And you both, in this moment, think back on your vows. How did they go exactly? Daddy Meth, the mage of good fortune, took her vows when she was 22, and they were one. Be good, and they were two. <laughs> Be good to other people. Three, don't forget to breathe in space. Those were the vows the dairy meth she took. Bum, bum. <laughs> weary mother, weary mother, seven years old. Your childhood is over and there are vows to be told. Number one. Bad luck abound. Number two. Give everyone the sound of three. The sound of you breathing in outer space. It's crucial when you'll be strapped to the back of a spaceship. <laughs> we both zone back into the present. Wait a minute, my vows have remembered them. You see... I must be good unto others, which will require me to procure your box. And so I must give you some of my luck. No, no, there is a reason yes. why you and I are strapped onto opposite sides yes. of a spaceship leagues wide. Wait, no, leagues is a measure of depth, not like, <laughs> but it's different in the future. Our lucks are not meant to touch, Jeremyth. But it can be. If you're lucky enough. Oh, I... I am sorely tempted. Very well. She holds out a hand. Touch my hand. Oh, oh, uh, I... <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't oh. know what your mage powers are. I thought it was just going to pop up there. No, I'm, I, I'm going to transfer you some of my good fortune. Oh, all right. I, I touch your hand. My hand does not feel nice. An electric pulse sings through my fingertips, ill-portent, seeping in where I release good fortune. <laughs> oh, now, where did you put it? You hear a clack between Wary Mother's feet, and he looks down in surprise and steps back, and the robes swooshing away reveal the box. <sighs> That's right, I was, I was so worried and... All of the revelry of the previous evening. That's, people were hugging me when they were kissing me. And when they hugged me, their arms would graze the box. So I tucked it in between my butt cheeks for <laughs> safety all night. Of course. I, I haven't relaxed until that touch, Deremith. Mm. I haven't relaxed my butt until that touch. Oh. It was here all along. Lovely. And he scoops it up. Weremether, you're so relieved to have found the box. You thank your lucky stars. This is maybe the first time in your life you've ever experienced good luck. 
And then that sticks with you. You think, no, it can't be good luck. Good luck is, is, uh, you know, good luck is, is opposed to your very nature. It can't be this way. And then you think, let me just make sure. Because after all, this black box is sort of a container holding us, you know, the real black boxes inside. So just to make sure <laughs> you want to open up the black box and just make sure that the real black box is in, is in, is in there. Because this is more of a carrying case, really. Sure, of course, just a carrying case. Uh, I'll just check to make sure. And he, and he, and he kind of uh, open. He goes to open the box in a way that you, you two can't see what's inside. And he, and he creeps it open and looks inside. Mm-hmm. You see nothing. No, luck is fake. And he uh. throws the empty box on the ground. Oh, weird. Uh, should have worked. I'm not sure what. I don't know. To be fair, though, that's what you told me we were looking for. Yes, but there was a box inside the box. Where did that? How many boxes? What are we looking for? What is it? I, I can't. I fear anything else I say about it will only curse it more. Where? <laughs> Myth. <laughs> Mythy. Dermoth, you're a little you're a little flummoxed because good luck is part of your nature. You're used to good luck. You're expecting good luck. So you're really shocked when Weremether opens this box and doesn't find it. You're wondering, have my powers failed me? What what is wrong? And as you do, you sort of you look out of Weremether's window, you look out past his balcony onto the resort grounds below, and you see down there on the path heading straight for the resort DNA lab. Two figures. Is it Mitzi? No. Oh, okay. No. Mitzi's at the movie theater right now. Oh, she's going to love that. No, what you see are two figures. The Corexian Archduke ambling straight for that DNA lab. And then another figure, a big purple octopus carrying a small black box. Oh. <laughs> Dermot, I've never seen your face look like that before. What's going on? Look where my face is looking. Turning, turning. Keep going. Oh, no. Hold on. Turning, turning. Oh, no. Of course, the resort has a DNA lab so that species and cultures who care about interfamily breeding can avoid it. Everyone, that's why they tested us when we first landed. I wonder. Of course. Yes! <laughs> I mean, some people mind, some people don't, but, uh, but you know, they've got it. And, oh no, the Archduke is. He's taking my hair to have it tested. And then he'll know it's me. I- I'm in the database under my real name! Oh no! Oh what are we no! Gonna do? Wait, is your real name Lug- Legs or is it Ethan? Yes! We've known each other for years! I know, but then you said your name was Ethan, and I was like, have I ever really known this man? You have! Okay, I've- good. Got a bevy of uh, sort of AKAs. <laughs> Nom de romance, <laughs> I call them. Um, uh, no, let's focus. Oh. Wait, and wait, in that squid's arms. No, it couldn't be. Is that your box? Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Check. Hit the nail right on the head, yeah. <laughs> it's great. 
Oh, yes. Oh, I am doomed, doomed. So many arms to hold a box and only two of mine to take it away. The odds are against me. Weary mother, I've got a flawless plan. She tries to touch him, but of course, uh, it's difficult as it was the first time. She realizes she doesn't want to experience any more ill portent. She pulls back quickly. No, wait, Dermoth, don't, don't pull back. You know me, I've always said that this mage stuff was more superstition than science, but if your idea works and you can rub some of that quote-unquote good luck off on us, I'll believe in any crazy thing. Ship mages, astrology, chiropractors, evolution, anything. The one time I went to a chiropractor, they had no idea what to do with my back after all that time on the ship. Anyway, no, I won't. I won't. I'm not going to rub off on him because wary mother, this is the plan. What if? Yes. Ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> We'll get in trouble if we get caught. That's part of the plan. But this is why. And? Mm. I guess a vacation's no time to play it safe. <laughs> and uh, and a wary mother uh, scurries around. And you hear his two long toenails clack against the tile floor <laughs> as he oh. rushes out of the room. <laughs> oh, like a dog running on tile. Oh. Yeah. Gross. He scrabbles out. Legs. Oh, yeah. It's up to us now. What do we do? We tried to stop them, but that's as far as I got. Oh. (laughs) What were we whispering about earlier? And who are we whispering for? (laughs) We're the only ones here. I don't know. (laughs) Who is it? Oh, shit. (laughs) Sorry. It's Dalmond, the manager. Oh. Um... I'm Werimeather, the bad one. And I'm we, Ethan Salmon. Me and my novelist friends love to roll around in our own crusty filth. No need for room service, Daramon. Thank you. And by thank you, I mean not thank you. It's Darmond, yes. I was just coming by to ask you uh, if you'd be interested in a, in a close-up experience with... Some of our dolphins. Oh, yes, 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 we would, yes. Mm -hmm. They've been outfitted with universal translators, and uh, they usually give people deep insights into the bigger questions of life. Oh, yeah. I'm told it's quite cathartic, actually. Dermoth, do you want to do that? Yeah, of course. Can we we come and do it later today? Yes, yes, can I pencil you in for four? Yes! Dermot, is four okay? Uh, yeah, yes, I've got nothing. I mean, assuming that the Archduke doesn't figure out mm. it was me, that we were banging, and yeah. we die, you know. Right, if that, four o'clock's fine. Yes! Four o'clock would be bad, by which I mean good! <laughs> All right, then I'll pencil you in. Uh, see, uh, see you then. Well, I won't be there, but you, you see the dolphins then. All right. We cut. We cut to the DNA lab. Wary Mether has taken his uh, six feet long uh, black hair and tied it up into a messy bun. Um, and he's tied a belt around his robes to in, in and rolled up his sleeves. So he looks a little bit more like a scientist. At least what he thinks they look like. Um, you walk in. It's Everything in here is smooth and white. If you were from a different time, you might associate the vibe with an Apple store. 
The scientists here are all wearing bright green polo shirts, and they have little flowers in their hair. (laughs) You see, waiting in line, that purple octopus and the Corexian Archduke, Gelbox. Things are moving, you know, this is a top-notch DNA lab, but we are on a vacation planet, and things move at a gentler pace. Wary Mother uh, sees them, and then also looks around and sees that what he thought would be a disguise actually doesn't fit in at all. Bad luck, I suppose. Ah, Ah, that's because I'm trying to use it on myself. I have to use it on them. Give in to it. And he, uh, and so he, he, he musters up his, his courage and he walks over to the Archduke and he says, Hello, Archduke. I want to help you. Cool. He holds out a hand. Let's see. Uh, I, uh, I put it in my mouth. <laughs> what? How's that feel? It's pretty good, right? Wait. Are you, um, Weremether, can you make a... Can you make a feelings roll? Oh, come yes. on. Come on. I rolled my number, uh, which is a two. Do you want to ask me a question? Yes. Um, what does that octopus want with the box? The octopus wants to find out who it belongs to. Oh, that's nice. Too bad my character doesn't know that. <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> All right. So uh, the Archduke's mouth is in my hand. Our Great. hand is in my mouth. <laughs> He considers this for a moment, and then he looks at that messy bun and realizes it isn't that beautiful, almost golden retriever-like mane he remembers. He shakes it and he says, no, no, that's not right. Um, yeah, how do you want to help me? I work here, of course. Super secret black shirt level. Give me your DNA and I'll take it to the best computers we have. With all the best vials and anticoagulants. Oh, well, I don't want my own DNA tested. I'm actually trying to test the DNA from this. And he pulls out a lock of that shiny golden hair. Yeah, gimme! Make a laser's roll. Oh, no. Well, I didn't get that one. Oh, my fate is on a razor's edge. (laughs) <laughs> we see out the window of the resort DNA lab, and uh-huh. we see four, no, 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 we see more than four pairs of hands sort of come on the windowsill, and two heads just rise up into the window. It's Legs and Derrimuth. They're peering in. <laughs> Derrimuth, it was a great idea to send Werrimether to sort of shed his bad luck under the Archduke. That's exactly what I was tr- going for. That's what we I whispered about for so. That's what I whispered about for so, for so long. long. <laughs> the plan is, Wary Mother, you need to try to help them, and Legs and I will try to stop them. That's genius. Yes. Ah, uh, 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 is this all hope? <laughs> I feel it all the time. Werimether, please, you must make sure that they keep that box and get to the DNA lab with the hair. I'll do it, or will I? Wink! So now our job is to 
to do the thing that we actually want to do, which is stop them. Right. So we need a plan for that part of this, the super plan. I've got an idea. Good. But what about? <gasps> oh, simple. Then we simply refer to. So you're gonna? Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, the part I was born to play. Just remember. <gasps> Breathe in space. <laughs> yes. Okay. To sum up. <laughs> um, back inside the lab. The Archduke pulls his hand away and say, hey, now, this is my lock. This was given to me by someone kind of great. I don't want you to have it. And I want you to know who it belongs to. And then it dawns on uh, Wary Mether that he knows how to tell him who it belongs to. He don't need no science equipment. And he goes, that lock belongs to... Legs Loveless, I'm helping you. Legs Loveless? Who's that? He's that fellow who said he was a novelist named after a fish. And just before he can respond, the door to the resort DNA lab bangs open. And there's, why, a mysterious figure. They're wearing Doc Martin boots and very short cut denim shorts with nothing on their torso to cover their many arms, just a leather harness, an elaborate mask uh, that is simply a sort of dark green hood with a zipper mouth and eyeglasses over the outside of the hood. Uh, and their back pocket overflows with handkerchiefs of every color of the rainbow, including infrared and ultraviolet. Whoa! Did everybody hear? The resort just outlawed octopus people. You and your kind have got to get the fuck out. Pointing at, of course, at the octopus. What? Yeah, that's right. No more octopus allowed. Bye-bye. That's deeply disrespectful. I know, but you have to take it up with management. His name's Barabond, and he's you can find him in the resort, uh, you know, office. I was taking time out of my vacation just so that I could help track down the owner of this box and I find out that this bullshit is happening? Oh, Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you, and here's my manager, Barabond, right now. Um, Dermoth walks out with a finger uh, <laughs> over her top lift as if it's a mustache, and she says, That's right! Um, everybody with more than seven legs is, has to go. I demand a refund. Absolutely, it'll be in your account the second you take off. I'm so mad. I've been to all 37 pleasure planets, and I've oh. never, I have never been treated like this. Uh, I'm so sorry. No. <laughs> But we, I can't change my mind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Barabond, why don't you take this guy outside and uh, make sure he gets his uh, money back? Yes, come along. All right. I guess I'll have to take this black box back with me. We're going to need to confiscate that. What? I'm going to need it. Make a feelings roll. Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> Fucking yeah, dude. I got a six and my number's a five. 
which is crazy, right? <laughs> uh, f- f- fine, stick it in your lost and found. I don't care anymore. Good, we will. And you- He hands you the box and storms out. Thank you for your patronage. Wearymether looks over at Derameth and says, It's working! And then turns back to the Archduke and says, That's Legs Loveless! That's the man with the hair! And he gives them both a big thumbs up. The Archduke holds up the lock and looks at the, the man before him and looks at the lock and looks back at the man and says, Is it you? Well, I don't know that name, but, uh, yeah, I thought maybe I remembered you from last night. How you doing? I'm doing great. I've been looking for you all day. (laughs) You found me, big guy. I know, but I have to leave later tonight. I was... Oh, no. Yeah, I was really hoping we could, like, have more wild sex. (laughs) But we've lost so much time. Well, I'm, uh, I'm free now. I feel you have me at a bit of a disadvantage. You've now seen my face, but I still haven't seen yours. Tell you what, I'll trade you. Give me that lock of hair back and I'll, you know, give you the real deal. Sounds good to me. He hands you the lock of hair. Run! Ah! Run away! Run away! Run, run! 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 Darameth is running and she still has her finger up on her um, top lip. Long black fingernails clack across the Apple store. <laughs> and they run out the door in the DNA lab at the resort. Sorry, did I say fingernails? I meant toenails. <laughs> He's fucking long. <laughs> He's crawling. <laughs> As you do, the Archduke, uh, the Archduke is shocked. He says, wait, what? I thought we had awesome sex. And he we goes did. to- We did. He, he, he goes to give chase. He runs out of the DNA lab too. And as he does, he slams headfirst right into thread count 900 in the throes of passion. Hello, sexy time. Would you like to be ravaged by all the wonders of mankind's invention? No, no, get off me. No. Oh, get away. Get her, no, I don't have time for you. Very well. Despite how incredibly horny I am, I respect you. <laughs> And then Thread Count just looks around at the rest of the uh, the DNA lab and says, Please, someone come and get it. We cut away from what surely must be a fascinating 45 minutes. No! <laughs> and find ourselves on those beautiful blue sand beaches. Legs, Derimuth, and Werrymether are catching their breath. <sighs> <sighs> Just about enough excitement for the next ten lunar cycles for me. Yeah, I, uh, I gotta say, I, I think I'm done loving and leaving them for, oh, another ten, fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Dadamith, I have to admit, your ways were the best ways today. Well... Looks like we don't disagree on everything, mister. No, I suppose not. And uh, <laughs> he he brushes a long, wet strand of hair off of his face and, and grins. She blushes. Now, uh, I'll take the box 
please. Oh, yes. And she hands over the box. <laughs> I don't want to get distracted. <laughs> no, wait a minute. Now, come on. After all that, wear a minute. <laughs> Look, I'm as sore as an old cow. Uh, Deremith here had to risk their life. you got to show us what's in the box. Come on, old boy. Come on. Wherrymether looks around and, and sees that they are on the, the sort of the lone beach of the uh, shameful Shutter Bay and says, very well, you may join me for this ritual. He opens the box and it is a skull, a human skull. Oh. Huh. I'd like you to meet my father. He's been on this journey with us for a long time, and it is now at an end. Oh. Here, why don't you take it, Dermoth? I think I've got enough head for one vacation. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That would be a great final thing to say, <laughs> but I do need to bury my father now, please. <laughs> You look out on the water and you see a number of skulls of various shapes and sizes and realize this is a popular uh, destination for parting with a loved one's remains. Just floating skulls. Yeah, the pleasure of relief after grief. You also notice that this is a pretty, this is like a, a secluded, cordoned off area of the beach. It seems reserved for maybe this purpose. It's a good hundred yards away that people are having jet ski races. So it's pretty... And hardcore sex on the beach. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty peaceful. <laughs> I'll help you, weary mother. Thank you. You see, my father was also in the order of mages of ill portent, and it is our belief that pleasure planets such as these are not to be enjoyed in life, for life is only pain, rot, and misery. It is only here at the last of the 37 pleasure planets in the alphabet and the galaxy that my dead father may now go on vacation. And um, we throw the skull into the water. Where, Mother, is there a Mrs. Dead Father's skull? Legs, I thought you said you already had enough head. <laughs> Weary mother, did your father's... Do you think he'd prefer being weighted to the bottom, or does he prefer to float, as he is now? It doesn't matter, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I'll keep this weighted blanket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I that's so it. nice of you. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's nice of you. I'm no, gonna you wear keep it that. on that's... the front of the ship. No, you should. Deremith looks down at her weighted blanket, and she notices a loose thread. <gasps> I guess some of that bad luck rubbed off on her too. She doesn't pick at we it. We fade away now, <laughs> away from this fun and sun on the beach to evening. It's the balcony of the Emerald Monkey Suite, and the Corexian Archduke stands, looking out. Man, what is the deal with that legs loveless? I just wanted to fuck him again. <laughs> oh well. I'll find him. 
I know I will. I have the vast resources of a massive space empire. <laughs> There's nothing I can't do. I'll find him. And then, maybe we'll have some more sex. Uh, I just realized I left like a gallon of DNA in that guy. I don't think the hair's gonna matter. <laughs> what adventure lies next amongst these, those stars of space? Oh, these, those stars of space, stars Allie Fisher, Branson Reese, Carly Minardo, Christopher Hastings, Taylor Moore, Tim Platt, and Joe Lepore as everything and everyone else. Produced by Joe Lepore and Taylor Moore at Fortunate Horse, our theme and additional music is composed by Huge Today. See you next time, Cosmic Voyagers, for another story from Oh These, Those Stars of Space. Space.